Welcome to another episode of Ranting and Raving with Yamanika and Friends. Again, it is just Yamanika. I want to say hello to all the people who are watching this video on Patreon. I think I forgot to put up the last video for Patreon, but I, I apologize. I will make it happen um, for you guys. I want to say hello to everybody who's listening to me on iTunes or SoundCloud or Spotify. Thank you guys so much for your support and all that you've done to keep this um, podcast moving and to keep me moving um, with this podcast. So I'm going to be before you today um, with a lesson. Um, the last couple of episodes, probably the, the since we came back, the last couple of episodes have been more reflective. And I don't know if you guys appreciate that or don't. Um, I will be honest, a lot of my shenanigans now is, is uh, reserved for um, my live with Yamanika that I do through YouTube. So I get a lot of my shenanigans that I would normally get out here, there. And I want to have more of a dedicated space for things. So I know a lot of you guys are used to the comedy, the shenanigans, and I'm sure we will get back to that place very soon. But one of the reasons why I started ranting and raving is because, I just want to make sure I was recording, excuse me. Uh, one of the reasons why I started ranting and raving is because I would stay up late at night and I would rant about things that I either saw on the news or things that I would see um, in my friends' lives or my life that I just wanted to speak on. So if you don't mind, I think for this episode, and maybe a couple of more after, we will take time to really reflect and rant and rave about things that are happening in the world and how they impact us. So what I would like for you guys to do is if you do like the shenanigans and you want the shenanigans, please make sure that you go over to YouTube. You can type in Yamanika official channel, or you can just type my name in, I believe, but probably if you type in Yamanika official channel, it'd be easier to find me into YouTube. And if you could please subscribe to my channel, if you could like the page and also hit the bell notification so that you can get alerts when I'm going to be on, that would be great. Um, the show is every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central, and 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Today, I want to talk about changing, and not changing ourselves, but changing people that are in our lives. I want to start off with a story. I'm going to use an example of a friend of mine and a situation that she was in. This friend was in a relationship with someone who was a narcissist. And we've all been in those situations, I think. I definitely have dated a narcissist and I have talked about that. My friend was in love with this man who was a narcissist. 
And it took her a moment to discover that he was a narcissist because we used to just say that he was immature, right? Oh, he'll grow out of it. He's immature. You know, he's young. He's immature. Now, mind you, we are talking about a man that is a father. We are talking about a man that has to work in the world and is of working and drinking age. Um, the only thing this man probably can't do or could not do at the time was run for president, <laughs> okay? Um, because of age. And my friend dealt with a toxic man who was a narcissist, although we did not know the term then, who she loved. And she thought loving him would be enough, but it wasn't. They went through a lot of changes, or should I say she went through changes. My friend went from being a bright, dynamic, independent career woman to being a shell of herself. Now, was she still doing her career? Yes, she was still doing her career. She was still making money. She was still on the outward appearance dynamic, still very infectious in a beautiful way to people that she encountered. She was someone who left an impact on people's lives or still does, I should say, she's still here. And she got reduced by a man who was so self-absorbed of his importance that she decided that what he thought was important in life was more important than what she thought was important in life because she loved him and she wanted to keep him in her life. Unfortunately, or fortunately, they did not stay together, they broke up. And the breakup happened because of boundaries that were set by my friend. How he was to communicate with her, how he was to behave, in a manner of a man that loves a woman. Most certainly if a man loves a woman, he shouldn't be calling her bitches or dumb bitches or stupid bitches. Most certainly if a man loves a woman, he shouldn't be trying to intimidate her or change her mind or belittle her because she is a woman. P.S. Let's bookmark, there will be an episode about toxic masculinity and about men who hate women, because I don't think we talk about that enough. We talk about a lot of women who hate men, but we never talk about the men that hate women because I think men who hate women actually are way more destructive than women who hate men. So anyway, my friend and her partner did not stay together. And in the time that it took for a, <laughs> a butterfly to tweet or, or a butterfly to fly, fly its wing, flutter its wings or for a, a, a bird to tweet. This man found himself in another relationship. Oh, yeah, it happens. Now, some people may argue about the time frame in which someone is in a relationship. You know, when is it too soon? A month, two months, three months, four months, six months. 
seven months, eight months, nine months, a year. My friend was a shell of herself. And we watched her try to get a hold of this situation. And we couldn't understand it because she had broke up with him because she had reached her breaking point. But she regretted it. She broke up with him, not because she wanted to. She broke up with him because she wanted to see if he would fight for their relationship and make some changes to come towards her. Because she had walked towards him in so many different ways. She just wanted him to talk better to her. She just wanted him to show his love more. She just wanted him to see her as someone who was valuable. But he didn't. He got into a relationship with someone else while they were still talking to one another, while she was trying to make this relationship work. Maybe he wasn't so much, but that's where the narcissism comes in. You know, narcissistic people, once they are, they are, narcissistic people never love you. They love situations. They never value you. They value situations. So while he loved the situation he was in with my friend, he found a different situation that was easier for him to cope with. Easier. And then my friend had to find herself again. And it was a long, arduous process. It was a process in which she failed many times because she still loved him. I always remember her saying, March 3rd, March 3rd. And I would ask her, what is March 3rd? What is that date? And she said, that was the last day he was inside me. This man had implanted his spirit into my friend so deeply that she had to mark the date in which she last had connection, physical connection, intimacy with him. And I thought to myself, wow, that's deep. That a man that could never really celebrate you never really love you the way that you needed to be loved, could never make you feel secure or wanted or valued, always made you feel like you had something to prove that this man 
could make you value him so much that you would remember and market in the world on a calendar, on a date stamp. That's how important he was to her. But this man had gone on into another relationship. And then months down the line, there was a silver, silver lining for my friend because he had broken off his relationship or one of them had. And my friend thought how oh, this is the time to really try to bend, to mend. And my friend did this and no one knew. She told no one but me. And I know people are like, man, don't tell your friend's businesses. I talked to her before I, I did this and I'm being very careful so that you don't know who she is or who he is. But it was such an important lesson because when she saw that silver lining, it was none of the things she could remember that were so wrong about the relationship. See, a relationship takes communication. A relationship takes love. And you most, you most certainly think that someone who says that they love you would never use you or manipulate you. You would think most certainly that that person would always try for love. You never thought that that person would just lay down love on the ground. And yet they did. And yet they did. She called. She sent messages and then she took them back. She sent them and then she deleted. Sent and then deleted. She didn't call, I'm sorry, she didn't call at first. She sent messages and then she deleted them. And then she sent messages and she deleted them before he would see them because she didn't know how she was gonna approach the situation. And I probably didn't give her the best advice because I'm a romantic. She had nowhere to turn but me because all of her other friends were tired of hearing about this man that they knew she was not right for. He was not right for her, more importantly. Her friends never talked in regards to him, really. They would say to her, you're better than this situation. You deserve someone who loves you, who sees how not only beautiful you are on the outside, but how beautiful you are on the inside that can appreciate who you are and your giving spirit. By that time it was too late because my friend already had been in a competition 
was someone she didn't know, someone she didn't want to be in a competition was with, for or with, because the only thing that other person had that she wanted was him. She didn't want anything else from this woman's life. She didn't want to be her. She didn't want to go through her experiences. And it's not that she hated her. It's not that she looked down on her. She was just happy with who she was in her life, except for the fact that this woman had something that she loved very dear. So when she saw that opening, she walked into the door of that opening and she left a message and she deleted it. And she left another message and she deleted it all before he could see. And then he asked the simple question, why? She didn't know what to say. So she replied uncertain. And he said to her, maybe if you find something interesting for us to do, maybe I'll meet you. And she was so excited because she knew that that was her opportunity. And she couldn't tell anyone other than me because she knew that I wouldn't judge her. That she was interacting with this man again. And his entire conversation to her was about the things that she needed to do, not even guaranteeing a relationship again, just how many ways she was inadequate for him. And I must admit, when she shared this with me, it took everything in my power not to call her a fool but I knew I was the only person that she had left. I was the only person that she could depend on that would listen to this shit over and over again, me and God. And day in, she would call or leave a message, talk to him. And I said to her, I said, you have to be very careful because something tells me that this man is still talking to this woman that he is not in a relationship with anymore. And something tells me that whatever it is, this woman is not better than you in any way. You're not better than her in any way. But this woman has something 
that he wants. And this woman can play the game better than you because baby, you're all emotion. You're leading with your heart. And this woman's not gonna do the same thing. She's gonna move on because she knows her worth or feels she knows her worth or knows a little bit better her worth than you do know your worth. And he is gonna go back over there because he wants to hurt you. And he also wants to reclaim whatever dignity he has to get from this woman. Because the one, this woman hasn't gone through the shit she gone through with him, baby. She ain't experienced the nonsense. She ain't put the years in. She don't know. My friend said, no, no, I'm just, just to hear him. And I keep thinking March 3rd, it'll be March 3rd soon. And maybe just maybe I can make love to him again on March 3rd. And she held out that hope. But as we all know, she found out through Instagram nonetheless, because he had opened his page back up to her. That he had gotten back with this young woman. My friend was, it's weird to watch someone not cry, not be devastated, but know that they are probably hurting more than if they had cried or were devastated, if that makes any sense. I just watched her be numb. And I said to her, over Zoom. <laughs> um, and we talk on Zoom a good portion of time, some other friends, because I pay for Zoom. But a lot of times we talk on Duo as well. You know, there's so many different avenues in which I speak to my friend through video. But I asked her how she felt and She said, you know, I'm not mad at the woman. I mean, there's nothing to be mad about. We were broken up no matter how long it was or how much I was working on it. We broke up and he was free and clear to be in a relationship with this woman. So I can't blame her, but P.S. I always tell her, girl, don't be so innocent because he done told her some shit and she probably thinking, oh, she better than you. She probably also thinking, oh, let me, ooh, look what I got. I got a nigga that, but you know, I can't be like that all the time. So I'd let my friends just talk. I said, I feel that. I said, that's growth. That's real. Then she said, 
and I can't be mad at him. And I was like, what? She's like, no, I can't. Because I wanted to open it back up and whatever happened or transpired from that, it is what it is. He said, I'm, I'm so upset with myself. And that's worse than any pain that I ever felt by being upset about the breakup, being upset about him, being upset about anything, is that I'm upset with myself. And I asked her why. Why are you upset with yourself? And she said, because I stayed stuck. I stayed stuck. And you know, the funny thing is, he said to me, you're stuck. I said, what did he mean by that? What does that mean, you're stuck? She said, I knew exactly what he meant. So I didn't move on emotionally. I didn't unpack the reality that despite the fact that I know in my heart of hearts, this is not the man for me because I deserve love. I deserve a man. that thanks God every day, even when I'm annoying that I'm his wife, a man that wants to make me his wife, a man that God approves of and my family is proud of and my friends are proud. She said, you know, I would go places with him my friends wouldn't stick around. They stopped talking to me all the time. I said, well, I kept talking to you. She said, yeah, but I didn't even see you that much. I said, where? I was like, I really didn't like that nigga though. She said, I know. You know, she said to me, you know, he always told me that I would never find anyone. That he was the only person that would ever love me. He talked about my body. He talked about my spirit. He put everything about me down. He had not one nice thing to me, to say about me, to me. But he told me all these wonderful things about other girls he had been with and this girl. I said, yeah, but girl, he's just saying that to get under your skin. And she said, I know, I know that. 
She says, I know because the girl that he went back to, the woman, he talked about her to me. And then we sat in silence, the longest silence I ever sat into to date, I think. <laughs> I didn't know what to say because I'm dealing with my own situation, you know, my own broken heart, mending it, healing it. So we just sat there kind of twiddling on our phones and lazily looking at television in the background, just in each other's space. And then I finally said, I asked her, what are you gonna do? And she said, get unstuck. I said, that sounds good to me. Sometimes in life, people want to stick you in the mud for you to sit there, stand there, not move. And then they will laugh at you when you're stuck and say to you, you're stuck. They won't give you any real closure. They won't give you any peace, any acknowledgement of any wrongdoings. They will just let you stay where they left you emotionally. And this is not just relationships. This can be in career. This can be with friends. This can be with family. And the reason why they gotta stick you there and make sure that you're stuck there is because you're already so much further ahead than them that the fact that you stop to let them be next to you, to be in your presence, now they gotta stick you there so that they can move ahead of you because the only way they'd ever be able to move ahead of you, baby, is if they got you stuck. When I started this episode about change, it got into this place of being unstuck. The people that we allow in our lives can change us for good or for bad. I mean the people that are really in our lives as friends, as lovers, as family, for good or for bad.
we can't do anything about past situations or situations we're currently in that have us stuck. I mean, we can do something about it, but you can't stop the situation from happening that's already has happened or is currently happening. But you can prevent yourself while you are fixing and getting yourself out of being unstuck. You can help yourself moving forward in the future. I'm gonna get off my front for one second. Well, I'm gonna finish up with her story. But I'm gonna to come to me. I encountered a man. who is gentle and kind. He thinks I am the most amazing woman in the world. All of it. the comedy side of me and then the regular homegirl that just be on the phone with him like, yo, what's up? And I could not open myself up to this person in that way. So I've always just kept it as friends because I can see his intentions are very clear now. I'm not here to talk about that situation. I don't wanna speak on it too much, one way or the other. I'm not saying I'm interested and I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just telling you what's happening. But I looked at this guy through video phone because that's what we're doing now in the pandemic. But I know him. I've seen him in the flesh many times. Not, in, not like that, but I've seen him in the flesh many times. So this isn't a tender dude. This is a dude that is in my life that I know that has always just been in the cut. I can depend on him when I was sad, like, what's good? What's going on with you? I noticed you're kind of down. What's going on? Talk to me. Do you need anything? I can send you a care package, what you want. Let me send something to your crib. Let's go for a walk. I'd be like, nah, nah, Let's, I'm all right. Let's just chat. I talked to this guy today. If he listens to this podcast and he's gonna know I'm talking about him. And I talked to another situation I had going on today. Both men, but one was a man. 
a real man. And that's a little intimidating sometimes. I think it's easier for, especially women, to get with broken bum niggas that we can fix up because then we never have to really be women for a man. If you're with a broken man who has problems, mental and emotional problems, who can't stand women and is rude and can't give you love and compassion and kindness, and you gotta fight and work and fight and toil and fight and prove your worth to him, prove that you're somebody. And then there'll be a man right there that's like, I don't know why she doing all that shit to prove this shit to a nigga that can't even do nothing for her if he even understood the fucking diamond he had in front of him. And here I am, a man ready to go. So my friend and I have a lot in common. <laughs> which is why she feels comfortable. I'm not gonna speak of my situation with this man. I mean, excuse me, right now there is none, but I don't, I, for the first time in my life, looked at someone and said, I can't bring my shit over there. I gotta be at a better standard. Because this person deserves a healed person, a happy person. And that doesn't mean we don't get depressed and we don't get down and we don't make mistakes and that we're gonna be perfect. It just means he deserves a healed person. And I'm not 100% healed. But I know that if I told him this, he would say, and we can work on all this together. Because you're worth it. And I like you. I admire you. And I think you're smart. And I think you're talented. These are all things that he said to me. But my mind's still stuck in old trash. So I understand my friend, and she can't let go of this man that's toxic to her that she's better than, that nobody gives a fuck about his opinion. He probably don't even give a fuck about his own opinion. The man's never been on the right side of history. He doesn't, he has <laughs> dreams of grandeur, but no execution on what that is and how to get it done. But she changed herself. She fell in love with somebody that required her to change who she was to fit them. And at the end of the day, we don't get brownie points for having broken hearts. We don't. 
So she's broken in this situation. She's the only one, not this woman, not him, her, my friend. I mean, I don't know what the other woman's going through, so I have to be fair. And I'm honestly, she's not getting, in my opinion, a good deal because she's getting this guy. But I told my friend, I said, you know, jealousy is a bad thing, right? And she said, I know, I was jealous of this woman that she got him, that she got love from him. And I said, no, 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 no. I said, I've been there. I, I felt that recently myself. I said, but no, 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 no. I don't mean your jealousy because you lost someone that you love and you're upset that somebody else has them. I said, did you ever think for one second, his jealousy for you? What would cause a man to be loved like that by a woman? The way my friend loved him. And he'd do her the way he did her. People think breakups are supposed to be nasty and messy and no, that's not how breakups are supposed to go. People come to conclusions and mutual decisions after having conversations, after trying to work and communicate. Then you go, yeah, maybe one of us will hurt, but in the end, we tried everything. Not my friend, she didn't get that. Now she's hurt, again. So I asked her. It's so funny, my dad's calling me. Hold on a second. Daddy, I have to call you right back. I'm sorry, I'll call you right back, I promise. I'm sorry guys, I'm not even gonna edit that out. It's so funny that my dad is calling me. Um, <laughs> it's a good place to stop. All I know is my friend is working on getting unstuck. And she's motivated me also to get unstuck in situations in my life. And even though this episode is gonna come out late, at least coming out this week, and I want you guys to take the time to find out what is causing you to be stuck in your life. Where are you stuck? How are you stuck? Who's sticking you? Who in your life does it require you to make changes to be in the life of that person? Now, I'm not saying we can't better ourselves, but when you have to change the entire fabric of who you are, unless you are a serial killer or a sadomasochist, maybe you got to change your attitude a little bit. Maybe you got to stop doing a little thing here or there, little tweaks. But when you have to change who you are, When somebody leaves you and you're stuck, and more importantly, when somebody leaves you and you're stuck and you feel like you have to make changes and then they turn around and laugh at you because you're stuck, or they look down on you and shake your head, their head at you like you're stuck.
every situation we're in in life has an effect. It has an effect, every situation, from the interaction with the postman, to the interaction with your lover, to the interaction with your mother. And it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to start picking and choosing wisely who we allow. Now, I know we've had situations in the past where we have allowed people in and we have suffered the consequence. Some of us are still suffering the emotional consequence of letting people into our lives. But what I implore you right now from this moment forward as of today, don't let your door open for anybody who doesn't have the code. So to this man who was saying all the things so sweet, that's not my code. My code is not flattering anymore, it used to be. My code is not charm anymore, it used to be. My code is not sex appeal or being fine, it used to be. My code is locked and under safeguard. And only those with the code can get in. And if that's too cryptic for you, my code is respect, empathy, serving others, understanding, compassion, but most importantly, God. My friend's gonna get unstuck. I believe she will. And I'm happy about it. Although it's gonna be some sad times ahead for her. I'm happy. Cause I miss my friend. She's so smart, so fun, so selfless and selfish sometimes. I wouldn't be friends with her if I didn't think she was dynamic. And I'm so grateful that she's my friend and I appreciate her. And I think that she is so special and important and she feels the same about me. So there's that. Good night, guys. Until next week, well, maybe we'll have another life lesson. But you guys have to write in in the comments and let me know if you're okay with me having these kind of sessions with you guys for a while. And always remember, you can go watch Live with Yamanika every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube. Type in Yamanika official channel on YouTube. You can also follow me on Instagram. Good night, guys. I love you. Be well. Get unstuck. 
This has been Written and Raven with Yama Mika.